Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Projectionless Podcast. I am Max. Uh, Chad. This is Ryan. And I'm Jordan. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about the second collaboration between director John Carpenter and actor Kurt Russell, The Thing. And I believe, as I said at the end of our Escape from New York review, The Thing is one of my favorite films ever made. Boxes are falling over. I apologize. That is okay. Anyway, yes, The addictions. Thing. <laughs> the Thing. One of my favorite films of all time. And a much more straight-laced film than Carpenter would typically do. Much more subdued. Um, now, in this film, th- this is based on a pre-existing short story. There was already a film made of this in the 1950s called The Thing from Another World. This was Carpenter's take on it, a very different take. The film essentially follows a, a group of researchers in Antarctica who um, learn that there is a shape-shifting monster among them. Basically, the way this monster works is that it, it feeds on a victim and then it duplicates them, creates almost a perfect duplicate. So what this essentially means is that anybody at the research station at any time could be the monster. Now, this was Carpenter's direct follow-up to Escape from New York, made a year later, did not do as well as Escape from New York, uh, critically or financially. And, um, let's begin talking about it now. Now, uh, let's start by talking about Kurt Russell, as I enjoy doing. Um, now, Russell's character in this movie, uh, R.J. McCready, is a bit more (laughs) grounded... Why then, just wait to bring that out for Big Trouble in Little Because we're probably not going to get to it. We'll see. Well, wait. You know. All right, I'll we'll save do it. do it next week. All right. All right, so Russell's character in this film, R.J. McCready, I think we can all agree that he's a little more grounded and realistic than either Snake Plissken or Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. And um, I wanted to ask you guys, do you prefer Kurt Russell in these, like, larger-than-life roles? Or... Um, do you prefer him in roles like this, like uh, R.J. McCready, where he's a bit more realistic? Do you have a preference? Well, I, my favorite um, performance is it. My favorite character of his is Jack Burton from from the series that we've done. Right. It is Jack Burton from Big Trouble in China. Though I do uh, like this as a sort of counterpoint to Snake Plissken. Because mm-hmm. like, this guy is uh, heroic, but not like... Not like, because like Snake Plissken is like supposed to be an action hero, right? And this guy is just like trying to survive, right? And I think that's nice, right? Uh, how do you feel? Do you prefer uh, Kurt Russell in a certain type of role, or is he just awesome all the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm confused because I, I thought this was Patrick Swayze. Well, shut your mouth. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's he, I I think he's good in both. I mean. Uh, he he has range. Uh, yeah. Kurt Russell has range. He can play he has range. a more realistic, uh, you know, as you put it, subdued character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can play Snake Plissken, both with believability. Right. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I don't really have a preference. I guess I don't. Yeah. Uh, can I can I ask you why you love Kurt Russell so much? Oh man. Or were you gonna save that for when we did Escape from LA? Ah, uh, well, you know, we will talk about that during Escape from LA, you know, our views on him overall. Just really briefly, uh, I think he's awesome. You think he's really, really cool? I think he is a very cool person. I think uh, he is he is cool in these movies. I think he is cool in every movie I've ever seen him in. Captain Ron? I have never seen Captain Ron. Okay. But yes. Speaking Kurt Russell which, is the coolest guy. Speaking of Captain coolest Ron. Coolest actor. Ever. Apparently, John Carpenter. There's like a, a comic book with John Carpenter presents mm-hmm. Snake Plissken, uh, in which it, it takes it takes place after um, Escape from New York. Uh, there's something about him stealing JFK, the car JFK was assassinated in. Not important. Right. Basically, uh, in this comic book, uh, he like almost drowns or something, and he gets saved by a Captain Ron. Nice. I'm not even kidding. Nice. So that's nice. a thing that exists out in the world. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So uh, I guess I didn't really answer your question besides saying he's cool, but he's cool. Anyway, uh, let's move right along. Uh, when Jordan gets back from his, uh, you know, his, his, his... He's urinating, everybody. Yeah. He had to go smell it. No, I was going to make some kind of... Ex- oh, he's back. Uh, Jordan. With a beer. 
All right, Jordan, uh, we are talking about Kurt Russell right now. No, I know. I was right at the window. I heard everyone. Yeah. Okay. How you feel about uh, How you feel about Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell needs to continue doing slapstick big characters because that's all he, that's well, all I know. Well, about. that was the question. You prefer him in yeah. more outlandish characters, yeah, I think. I I, Snake. I, I enjoy him in Death Proof. I enjoy him in. Uh, 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 um, I don't like the movie, but I, I love how he's over the top in uh, Eighth Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but I like him in this movie. I think this is John Carpenter's best. Actually, my brother and I had a huge hour and a half debate on Friday about this movie about Carpenter. So, oh, really? Yeah. And um, I uh, this movie. There's only two movies uh, that make me so sick to my stomach, mm-hmm. and that's this and District Nine. Yeah. Where where I where, where when I watch it, it's like. Uh, so anyway, that was right. my response. Well, to it. well the, yeah, the dog scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most disgusting fucking thing. It's terrible. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's terrible. Like that's great, but it's most. It's most oh, it's horrible. horrible. And that's actually my second question because the thing is actually it contains my favorite effects in any film ever. Like the effects work in this movie just amazes me every time I watch it. Yeah. So I was wondering if you guys enjoyed the effects as much as I did, and if you had a particular effect that was your personal favorite. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, like the dog thing is 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 great. I don't think the end result monster was as good as majority of it. But I mean, I have to go and jump on the bandwagon and say when they're all tied up to the chair. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene. I, I mean, that's just crazy. But I also like the fact where uh, aren't they aren't they getting ready to do CPR on the guy and they press down on his chest and it's a mouth opening up. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's not one good one in my opinion. I mean, I think they're all. Yeah. Just really, really freaking good. You guys agree or Danny stand yeah. out for you? No, okay, well this is uh, these this is some of the this is the best uh, creature effects that I can think of that I've ever seen. My favorite from this movie is the head when it sprouts the spider. Yes. I, that, I thought that was my favorite shot in the movie favorite. is when you just like see it out of focus behind <laughs> Russell's head, like crawling out the door. Yeah. Well, see, now, this is where I disagree with you on this is my brother and I were talking about. I think the fly has better creature effects than this. See, and it might, and I have not seen the fly since I was a kid. I was really? Born, yeah, no, since no. I was probably nine. I watched, this is the second time I've seen the thing, and it's the first time in over ten years. But watching again, I, I will say that these are the best that I've seen. Especially from when it came out, too. Like, yeah. From, wow. Yeah, 1982. Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk a little later in the series about Escape from L.A., which I think has some of the worst special effects Have I've you guys seen. seen Have you guys seen The Thing from 2011, the no. prequel? No. Okay. Is I've, it not, good? I've never seen it. I, I have, no, I have seen it. That's weird. It was literally, like, they used CGI. I forgot. Yeah. They, they use they use, they use CGI. They Did use you see C- it? No, I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. I've seen I've I've read about it. The movie ends where this begins. begins yeah, it yeah. takes place in the Norwegian side. But it makes no sense because they all speak English and they go to the alien spaceship. Hmm. The big one. Well, they find the spaceship. In this no, movie. they find a small spaceship oh, in this one. There's okay. a mothership. A, oh, okay. There's a mothership all right. that leaves. Cool. So, anywho. No, no yeah, yeah, the remake or sequel or prequel. It's, prequel. Prequel. it's, it's a prequel with the same title. Yeah. yeah which, which, which is weird. That's a way to capitalize on your marketing. Um. Okay, now I know how Jordan is going to answer this question, Um, but, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but okay, The Thing has a noticeably different tone than most of Carpenter's other films. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, do you wish that Carpenter had made more films in this vein? Yeah, that's what what my brother and I were discussing. It's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, Halloween is great because, I mean, one would argue that Psycho is the godfather of slashers, but really Halloween kind of made it the way it is, you know? But it's not particularly a really great movie. Right. Uh, Carpenter, besides this, has literally done shit. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, like, if you look at his career, you got Assault of Priest of Thirteen, which is okay. You got Halloween, which is fine. You got The Fog, which is fine. You got this, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You got Escape from New York, which we already had my opinion on. And after that, mm-hmm. you get Ghost of Mars, Cigarette Burns, Escape from L.A. Cigarette burns. Cigarette burns. Yeah, okay. one of his made-for-TV movies. I actually oh, haven't seen okay. it. It's, it's just, it's just, wow. This shows me that this man is either a brilliant as hell or really, really dumb. <laughs> I mean, see, I have that. I have. We, me, Max, and I have had this discussion a lot mm-hmm. because when he first told me about They Live, he said, oh, he, yeah. he hyped it up as like the greatest movie ever. It's, it's like a masterpiece. And then I watched it, and I thought that Max was an idiot. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I think and, you're and, 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 and you guys showed me it too. You guys made me watch it, and I almost punched you. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, but it's terrible. Yeah, I, 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 I set because up that movie wrong. I should have been like, watch They Live. It is fucking hilarious. Because I think it is. I think it is yeah. really funny. Continue and the, the thing is, is at the time, you thought that Carpenter intended it for it to be to be hilarious. Yeah, because I mean, it's so funny. How could he not intend for it? Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> he intended it to be like a, 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 a serious like political satire. Yeah. Which is... Insane to me. Yeah, because with because that line, chew ass bubblegum, kick ass, well, chew bubblegum. Just like, like it's like it's like him like bashing you over the head with the fucking meta like the mm-hmm. metaphors, mm-hmm. which you shouldn't do. No, you, you, sh- shouldn't. you shouldn't do that. I agree. That's like that's that you're 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 doing it wrong. Yeah. If you're if you're writing that way. Yeah. No. Yeah. I 100 agree with you because I, I mean Max, to answer your question, I yeah I mean either like I said before, I said either Carpenter's really really smart or he's stupid. Mm-hmm. Because how can you make Halloween, which if you're a fan of slashers, you bow down to it, right? Because of what it did, right? And then you reach, and then you, and, and then you go to the point where you watch the thing, and you're like, oh my god, this guy is the next Spielberg. This guy's his his creature. Oh my god, and look at him. See, it makes no sense. I think with Carpenter, with a lot of people, with like a lot of like great artists. Uh, there's a fine line between genius and absolutely fucking insane, and Carpenter walks that line. He does. Very, very, like, he's just, like, right on it, like, yeah, maybe I'll go this way, maybe I'll he go does. that way. Like, the thing is great, it's fuck. it's like, it's a, it's a wonderful fucking movie, and then goes to more. I think right. John Carpenter is kind of smart, but also kind of a crazy yeah. person. I mean, I think we can all agree that he's like wildly inconsistent. Well, I have a, actually I have a big question. Yeah. I don't know this answer. I don't know if any of you guys do. Did he have full creative control when he made this, or was this studio going down his neck? I'd imagine this uh, Knox. I think this is his first studio movie. I think this one is. So or this, no, 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 no. Big Trouble in Little China is his first one. Okay. So yeah, I'm assuming yeah, he probably did have creative control. Just and he had creative control imagine. off of Halloween. Yeah, I think so. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out because also he's never been a part of a big studio, so I guess my argument will be will be invalid because I would think, okay, maybe his career sucked because he's had the studio because like one of my favorite directors at the time, not anymore, who I compare this person to, Rob Zombie is like Carpenter in my opinion because if you look at House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, who's got two thumbs up by Robert Ebert, which is weird, mm-hmm. right? were really arguably pretty decent films. Mm-hmm. And now look at him. Now it's just the studio came in, raked him in his ass, and <laughs> now he's doing nothing. I think that's the same thing that's happened with Carpenter. See, I mean, I think, yeah, I think studio intervention can sometimes be good and sometimes be really bad. Yeah. Like, in um, what we've brought up George Lucas a billion times, in that, in that sense, like with George Lucas and the original Star Wars, what we know now is... That it was good that they intervened. Yeah. Uh, same so, with Alien. What? Same with Alien. Same exact thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, and how do you feel, Ron? you feel like Carpenter should have made more of these films? Well, see, the yeah, uh, okay, I do feel like he should have made more of these movies, but I, um, I do like Big Trouble in Little China. I mm-hmm. do like Halloween. Um, but I've never been a fan of him, so I don't, like, it doesn't really, right. I don't really care but to just answer your question, I would have liked to have seen more of the thing compared to the right. '90s output. And, I agree. Yeah. Now, me, I'm probably the only really huge fan of Carpenter in this room right now. I mean, and I obviously love his goofier stuff. I really love it. But I mean, I do feel like there should have been more of a balance. I wish he'd made a couple more serious films. I think he tried with the Ward, but that movie was just faceless. It had nothing to it. So. I don't know. I do wish he had been able to rein in his impulses a little more often. Because he hasn't done anything since. What, really? I mean, I mean, he hasn't done anything since the thing that's arguably as good as the thing. No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I, I, I like a lot of his post-thing movies, but I wouldn't say they reach this level. It's bad. It's, um, it's a damn shame. The man clearly has talent in this movie. Now, I wanted to ask you guys this, because this film is a very atypical score. You know, Carpenter, usually, he just does his soundtracks. He's got that very spare synth. Score. Yeah. Now, on this film, he brought in Ennio Morricone, who's obviously this this very well entrenched film composer. 
I wanted to ask you guys if you felt like that influenced the feel of this film, if it made it feel different than Carpenter's other films. The answer to that one, that's what makes Carpenter great, though, is because Carpenter comes up with a score. Mm -hmm. I mean, he came up with Halloween. Right. And that's pretty fucking iconic. He also came up with Halloween 3's Happy Happy Halloween Halloween. He came up with that one. Oh, too. I didn't know that. Well, he he did it with a bunch of other people. Right. And this one's very iconic in my opinion too. It's just boom, boom, boom. Right. It gets you in the mood of the film, and I mean that's Carpenter does good with music. I think it was great. Yeah. I think it helped him out a lot. I mean, I, go ahead, Brad. No, I was just, I was just gonna agree with Jordan. It sounds like his other movies, like cause there's not. And it's a very simple score, and yeah. it's used very sparingly. Yeah. Well, I do know that Carpenter only used a few of the pieces Marconi created, because uh, because a big part of actually the soundtrack to The Hateful Eight is unused cues from the thing. That Marconi was just like, I don't really have time to write you an entire score, but I have all this music from the thing that Carpenter didn't use. If you want to is use that where that rumor came about? Cause, because I, cause remember, we were mm-hmm. talking about it, and, yeah. I, and I thought the rumor was that, that Hateful Eight was Tarantino's love later to the thing. Yeah. And is Tarantino, that true? Yeah, Tarantino has confirmed that, that the thing was a big influence on the movie, that he did use unreleased music from the thing. Oh, okay. That, that was all very much on purpose. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so uh, this is kind of a controversial question, I know. I think that uh, The Thing, apart from being a great movie, is an absolutely terrible title for a movie. Because it tells you absolutely nothing. It's like the vaguest title possible. Um, So I wanted to ask you guys, do you agree with me that The Thing is an awful title for a film? Disagree highly. It's better than The Thing from Another World. Is it? Absolutely. That's more descriptive, though. You know you're getting into an alien. What makes this good is that you don't know what it is. I mean, like, for me, I, I'm based off of my experience. When I was a kid, my dad had this on VHS, and the, mm-hmm. and the cover was just black with the blue lettering and the white outline, the thing. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I were like, what, the, the, what is this? This looks great. You know, and he's like, yeah, okay, don't tell your mom. <laughs> you know? And it, that's what intrigued us was just that title. That's my personal opinion. I think it's a better title than a thing from another world or a planet, whatever they call it. I, I just, it just, it's scary. Right, it's, it's a scary title. Right. I mean, I guess I guess I can see your guys' point that it is like super simple, but I think that that's kind of what makes it great. Yeah, is that it like it it's like supplants it as like the thing. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. iconic. Yeah, because it's it's you know it's not like the thing, so and so. It's just the thing. Mm-hmm. It's it, scary. I don't know. It's. Right. Well, same as the, the fly. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying in that it's, like, intriguing because it's ambiguous. Yeah, well... I just can imagine, like, looking at the cover of that movie and being like, ooh, there's a thing in it. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is... That, <laughs> I, get, I get that point. That's yeah. not, that's, I wasn't even saying that. Right. What I was saying is that, like... It, like... It, like... I can't, I can't really explain what, what I like about it. Um, it... it it feels like old. It feels like uh, like it's the first. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. It feels like right. iconic. You see, me I have a problem you with know? it because you have the thing, you have the blob, you have the fly. I mean, those are all very, very simple, generic. Okay, the movie's about a fly. What? What? The movie's about a blob. What? What? You know, it's just it's. it's that's why I don't have a problem with it, because I agree. It's, it's like, it's it's maybe not scary, but it's intriguing. It's, it's simple. It's, it's simple and... and yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. How do you feel about the title, Ryan? Oh, it did. Uh, I had this... I've, I've actually had this conversation. Uh, we had this conversation in one of my... I think it was a video two class, so we had to we had to name our projects. I'm shit when it comes to when it comes to naming something, giving it a title. Me too. I just give it like a random name. Like, mm-hmm. and one of um, one of my teachers, she uh, was a proponent. Uh, actually, at the one, both these teachers. So one of them was a big proponent that your title has to has to do with your movie, and like she said, there has to be something that links your title to your movie. The other one was like, I just name it. It doesn't right. fucking matter. Like, they're going to, like, you know, it's just something they're going to easy access in your memory banks. That's all that's there to do. And calling this the thing, like, not knowing what it's about, and, you know, it, it, it is kind of intriguing because it, it is generic and it's just the thing. 
But I probably wouldn't pick it up if it's just called the thing. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, and to go on to that, and then I'm done. This right. is a very, very short rant. Absolutely. What makes the thing successful, and this is this is the fact, is the is the general population. The movie tanked. Right. And the movie found life on video. Mm-hmm. Like I never would have. Yeah, you're 100 right, Ryan. If I was walking through the video store and I saw a thing that said the thing, I'd be like, I, no, you know. But it was like. My, my brother and I saw this videotape, and we are like, what's this? And my dad's like, eh, yeah, okay. Like, you put like yeah. you put the thing against something called Blade Runner. I'm yeah. more apt to pick up something called Blade Runner than the thing. Right? Yeah, you put the thing next to Godzilla, you put the thing next to whatever. You know what those movies are. Well, I picked that one because it's for, they're from the same year. But. No, yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'll be like, it's that's where I think this movie's amazing, is be, with its title... Because this movie, it just gets passed around from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And that's how people know about it. Right. That's the way I think of it. Okay. Um, now, I wanted to ask you guys this, because I feel like uh, Carpenter's films, he has a reputation for making kind of goofy films that maybe don't have a lot of emotional impact. Um, and I don't think that's exactly fair, but, I mean, I think that a lot of his films are missing that component. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, do you do you guys just view this as, like, a fun film, like, a well-made film, or do you find it, like, genuinely scary and disturbing? Generally scary and disturbing. I find it genuinely scary. This is one of the few films that makes me jump. Mm-hmm. Really? You jumped? Yeah, no, like, that, the fucking uh, blood test scene, like, that is Oh, oh over the thing, that thing, the thing came out, yeah. whatever. Like, you're just waiting, you're just waiting, and you're just waiting, and all of a sudden... It, you know, he's talking, it pops up. That fucking got me. Yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. huh? And you know what was great about that? There was no loud bass for no reason. Well, this was back before that. I know, but was it, wasn't that wonderful? Yeah. Wasn't that a breath of fresh like, air? Like, in this, like, you know, like, this is, I think this is what, this is the, the best way to do a paranoia thriller. Yeah. Like, this, this was, like, if you want to ever make... A paranoia thriller, you show everyone the thing, because that's what you're going to try to do. Yeah. I, I think my, my favorite uh, shot in the movie is this, where it's like superstition playing really quietly in the background. It's just that dog walking through the empty holes. and like, that, I feel like that's so tense. That's, we need to talk. That dog was possibly the second best actor in this entire movie. <laughs> no, the dog is great. Like it, like, it knew like how to move for the camera and everything. Yeah, no, like, you you look at that dog, and you, like, really get the sense that, like, something is wrong with it. That there's, like, something inside of it. <laughs> no, know? yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I mean, like, everything about this movie, like I said earlier, is that, I, you know, I compared it to District 9, because that movie and, 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 of course, the thing just make me feel sick. Yeah. And, but it's just because of the idea. But, but Ryan, to go on your point, it, it is it is 100% right what you said about how they did the blood test thing. Because it is so scary and so jumpy. You know, where it's like, wow, I mean... It's just tense, like, you're just building up, waiting yeah. for it. You, you know it's coming, and then yeah. when it happens... You see, when I watched it recently for the review, I've seen this movie a, a bunch of times now. So I know what's happening, so I don't jump anymore. But the movie that I compared my fear of, that I saw recently, as an adult now, that scared me, I brought it before, was The Conjuring. Which, I never wanted to watch the movie, because I pushed it aside, saying, Oh, no, I'm good, I don't want to really watch it. That movie legitimately actually like scared the shit out of me. And I saw it like six months ago. And that's exactly how I felt when I watched the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, this like unnerving, like I'm a grown ass man and I was nervous about walking on the hall to take a piss. Because I thought the witch was going to come get me. You know, that's how I thought when the thing, when I saw when I was a kid, I'm like, you know, like, Brandon, <laughs> draw blood. I mean, I don't know. You know, this like a scare. So yeah, no, this movie's it's, it's right. great, yeah. Uh, does it bother you in this film that none of the side characters are developed at all? They are completely developed. Really? I don't think like, I don't, any of them I mean, are. besides give it like like I mean, besides uh, Nalls, I don't know, and McCree, I don't, and the Doctor, I don't know, I don't know what everyone else is. Well, there was are. another guy with the beard that was a little, the short one that was always the scared one, the little swarmy one. What's his name? But that's like all you know about him, yeah. right? Like besides besides is Good it point. Blair Brooks? What's the guy's name? The guy goes crazy. Blair's oh, the Brooks. other guy. Brooks? Is it Brooks? Right. Brooks that go crazy. Oh, Blair's is it Blair? I said uh, Brooks is from Shawshanks. That's why I don't know. It's Blair. Blair. It's Blair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. These, these are really good characters. Blair, 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 they put into the... Yeah, he's yeah. the one that goes crazy and starts killing, yeah. like, well, destroying everything. Yeah. Then you got McCready, uh, Nulls, and Windows, and I don't know anyone else's names. Because I remember Nulls because that's a weird name, and, and Windows because he's there. I remember Childs. 
Child, 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 yeah. is, child right? is at the end, not yeah. Windows. Who shots Windows? Well, Windows is a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the funny thing is, um, I, I own this on, on, on DVD. Uh, John Carpenter said the reason why that he, that he named Kurt Russell Mac was because the Macintosh. And then he Windows. called the guy Windows because of Windows. That's cool. Anyway, little fun fact. That's, yeah. that's weird. That, that, is, is, that is the the epitome of a fun fact. Yeah, it's just a fun <laughs> fact. That's a little stupid yeah. fun fact. So yeah, no. Anybody care about the lack of characterization in this movie? I thought, or is every, it fine? I thought everybody was good. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, like you had your ten little Indians. Which one's the bad guy? Yeah. But yeah, you know? that's the the, the the point is like, like I don't think that he necessarily cares that we get attached to these these characters as they die, mm-hmm. and because we're you know. It, the fact that they do die builds up the tension in yeah. itself. Right. The, to the, the characters that, that you care about. That, yeah, any of these guys could be the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Now, um, I think we got... Uh, I got one more question here. This is, a, this is a fast episode, because I feel like uh, we really are all on the same page with this film. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys this. Um, now, Carpenter did shoot a happy ending for this film at the studio's request, where where McCready was rescued and they test his blood and he doesn't have anything in him. And uh, <laughs> I was just wondering, uh, would you guys have preferred a more conclusive ending, either positive or negative, or do you feel like the ambiguity of this film's ending serves the movie well? The ambiguity serves it well because if you were a fan of the Xbox game that came out in the early 2000s, you know the actual ending, which it actually was a legitimate good game. Really? YouTube it. I would like to. YouTube, YouTube <laughs> it's the a good YouTube. game. Watch it on YouTube. No, because think about it. How many times have you played a, a, a video game based on a movie that's just absolute dog shit? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This game came out in like 2002, 2003. Something like that. And if you, if you YouTube, you can watch it and it actually explains the ending. I like the ending because you know either Childs or McCready is the thing. Mm-hmm. One of them. I think Childs is the thing, not so, McCready. And it's because, and I put this off as just an error in the production, like they overlooked it, small little detail. But then I started thinking about it, and like there's a lot, like there's a lot of attention to detail in this movie. Is yeah, part of the reason why. Pretty tight. It's pretty yeah, tight. Like it's yeah. a very well controlled flick. At the end, you can see McCready's breath. You cannot see Childs when they're breathing. And that's why I think Childs is the thing at that point. That's an interesting theory, so this is why I don't think this episode's going to be short. Because. (laughs) Fuck you, Max. That's why I don't think it's going to be, because that's the thing about this movie is that there's so many theories. Now, the thing cannot survive in cold temperatures, right? It goes dormant. It can survive. It can survive. It goes dormant. dormant. But but we never have established because this because this movie is so damn tight. We never have established that if this thing is um, infected a human, that you won't be able to see their breath. That's why it's an interesting theory. But I think that when it when it does infect these people, that it doesn't have it doesn't have to have the same functions as they do because the thing is an airborne pathogen. It's a virus that multiplies. Oh, it's airborne. Yeah, I didn't think it was airborne. Well, I thought it was, okay. Well, sorry, but well, that's how. It's okay. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, it's a little tiny particle, so it is airborne. That's you know, it's it's lighter okay. than air, so it's airborne. But they say, well, um, when they talk, when they talk about the thing, when they do the autopsy, they talk about the, they show you the little video yeah. on the computer where it's infecting the cells. Yeah. Therefore, I just, I guess, I just assumed it was an airborne thing. Okay. Uh, but it does grow and mutate, and it has the tentacles and all that shit, and it does yeah. affect, but it infects, but and it also infects by absorbing. But I think that because it is an airborne pathogen and it imitates, it doesn't necessarily have to have the same body functions, just the same look. Well, yeah, because because thing about it is that the actual thing creature uh, is it, it's not technically airborne because when they find the Norwegians, is that right? You said yeah, the Norwegians. Because um, he's called Swiss, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When they find the Norwegians. There's an actual cutout of some bean-shaped thing in the ice that they found, remember? And there was yeah. nothing in there, right? And then they actually sure. discovered this this massive body thing, right? So it's like, I think the thing is like the size of your pinky nail, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I think it's just this little thing, and it gets inside somehow, and then it goes to the next person, it goes to the next person. I don't think if you cough... That you're going to be infected by it. That's true. That works. That, that but that's an interesting that theory, but, though, about but a child. My, yeah, my second, my second part of my theory still works. That it's an imitation, not an exact recreation. Or, or, or both of them completely human, and they destroyed it. That could be true. 
But see, that's probably there to you. That's why yeah, I like I mean, it. You'll that's never a... know, apparently, unless you play the video game. They both are in the video game. Oh, but, but yeah. Like They're the... both the thing? Yeah. That's a shame. In the game. Really? Hmm? That's dumb. That's kind of dumb. I don't like that. You know how? Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an over-your-shoulder shooter game. Mm-hmm. So you know the little head with the spider things. Yeah. That's mostly what you fight is these hundreds of little. Yeah. But it's but it's as scary as the movie. Though. But uh, to answer to answer your question, I like ambiguity in movies in general, mm-hmm. uh, and I like it especially in horror. I think that because uh, because I, I think horror is like a it's a it's a you know it's a it's a it's about the unknown. Yeah. It's, about, it's a, I mean it should be. Yeah. It should it should not be cut and dry. Well, what sucks too is that we all love McCready and we know that if he's not the thing, the child's not the thing. They're dead. Yeah. That's what sucks too, you know, because like you really like these two characters. You're you're either Team Child, you're either Team McCready, or you could be both. And knowing that the whole facility is completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny to use that Twilight like, reference. Where'd you get t-shirts? Team Challenge, Team McCready. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was, uh, I was Daddy's Home last night. That's they another thing that from Daddy's Home? Yeah, they were like, are you, are you Team Will Ferrell, Team Mark? You Will watched Will. it again? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Have you watched it twice? I have watched it twice. Well, you, you must that really last like week. it. I did, I watched it last week. Yeah. No, uh, but... Um, <laughs> you're right, I'm Max. I'm Max. I'm like you're right that there's there's nothing much we can really talk about it because we all equally really like the movie. But I think if you really dive into it, which we're not going to, there's there's whole lots of theories and, and myths that we could touch on that could be interesting. Oh sure. Because that's what makes this movie good, and that's what Carpenter is missing in all of his other movies. And it's like, God, I'm wishing for you to make one more just like this. And just yeah. retire, please. Because it's just not worth it. But, you know, that is the fire alarm. That's not the tornado, okay. No, tornado just continues. Oh. Good. So that means my daddy's on going now. Your daddy's going to pass some fires? Yeah. What's your dad's name? George. McFly. <laughs> that he, sounds made did up. You, did you, did you not want to say it on the, the world? Uh, is that why I'm... I'm not trying to like catch you in something. You're looking at me as if I have like some plan. I you, have no plan. You always have a plan. You, I don't. You know what? And you can't say the Joker line because you do look like a guy with a plan. You look like you're thinking constantly. What? Because I'm wearing a sweater? <laughs> no, it's the glasses. It's, it's the glasses, glasses <laughs> the hair. You look it's like weird. a college professor. You look like you could survive in the Antarctic area where they're at for the thing. You look like you could be a be remake. Both? You look like you... You look like you would be a new remake version of McCready. That's, that's a that's a hell of a compliment. No, no, no. Problem. I mean, it's you're wrong. Um, you have the beard, the hair, you know. The you got you got a beard and hair. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not as regularly survivalist looking as he is. Because of I just sweater. Let me look at him and look at me. Which one do you think will survive in the wilderness? Honestly. Well. Chad, that's because he looks like he retreated to a cabin in the woods. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just a pretty boy. That's why he's McCready. Yeah, you're the one in jail that gets passed around a lot. Yeah. Like, like when you fart, it makes no sound. It's no, just, it does. It's just air. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's be honest. He's the McCready of the group. This? Oh, because I asked what your dad's name was. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. <laughs> Yep. Anywho, was that okay. your was that your last question? You got you have to have more, right? Do I do it I can't be your last question? I thought you had more. Yeah, because there's a lot to talk about yeah. in this movie. All right, well, what else do you guys want to talk about? Go ahead, please, Ryan. No, you is something you want to say? No, I just feel like this felt incredibly short. I figured there'd be more because like there was a lot more questions for. I wrote like nine questions. That's usually enough. Wow, that was time we already went through nine questions. Yeah, we went through a lot of questions. Well, that's fine. Yeah. We went through a lot. I mean, like, like I said, there's nothing much. I, what? What what I do like this have have any of you guys seen the original thing from Another World? No, no, I'd like to. Okay, the original is just a tall yeah, white theme. Yeah. It's just like a white color with like a black suit. Mm-hmm. I love this idea that it's like this germ chemical airborne thing and not of this giant Frankenstein monster. It's I like, love that idea. It's like in uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, it is. But it's but it, but it's done better. It's ex- like you, you're more afraid of what you don't know. Right. right. And it, it also hits home more because that's one of the things that could happen. 
right. mean, somebody could create something like this. Well, what what sucks because in the prequel, they say it's from outer space, but you don't really know it's from outer space in this one. Hey, dude, it comes in a flying saucer before the credits, before the title. <laughs> you don't really know. Yeah. Damn it. Like, you even mentioned the spaceship earlier. I did, but there's a spaceship, but we don't know. Maybe that could be there for looks. Maybe the spaceship. <laughs> but why'd they, go? why'd they need a spaceship to get to the Antarctica? If the government can kill Kennedy, then the government can make an alien spaceship. I'm just saying. The spaceship is misdirected. I mean, I watch 11-23-63, okay, sir? Gonna, did you, did you, you missed the, the whole um, escape from uh, New York comic book, didn't you? Were we talking about that? Yeah, he steals JFK's car after He's, JFK does. There's a comic book. Um, yeah. Oh my god. It's, it's like John Carpenter presents. I swear to God, it's John Carpenter presents in a comic book about in Snake. It, yeah, about Snake. Um, and uh, he gets saved by Captain Ron. I swear to God. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. no. Right. Okay, okay, Ryan, do you have anything? Because you said you haven't seen this in a long time. What's something? Yeah. Is there anything you want to bring to the table? A couple things that I like about this movie. Number one, the ambiguity of the monster, as we've been talking about. I like that you're learning about the monster as the people learn about the monster. They kind of did that in It Follows recently, and I really liked it. Another thing I like... <laughs> just talk normally. Another thing I really liked about the movie is the fact that these performances, as I've said, I don't think the sidecast has developed very well, but I do like... Uh, the way they act in this movie, I think all the actors are on the same page, but there are certain line readings, there are certain scenes where it looks like they're acting differently. Like, there are certain scenes with McCready where, you know, he, he'll, you know, have this kind of withdrawn look to him or this strange look in his eyes, and it makes you wonder. And I think each of the cast kind of has a moment like that, or most of them do, and I think it's uh, very cleverly done. Well, yeah, yeah, this movie's tight. I mean, that's what we were talking about, about it being, st- I mean, like, I don't know how else to describe it being good by being so tight, because really, if you look at this, you cannot really, maybe you can, I can't, pick out any flaws. I mean, from opening to ending credits, this movie's pretty fucking flawless. I will agree that it is, it's It's one of the better horror, probably one of the best horror movies of the 80s, probably, you know. I'll go with that. I would say so. One of the better ones in, in history of horror. But if I did have to pick apart one thing that I think could be better, mm-hmm. it is the characterization. Of yes, the, because and and just I mean I'm fine with it being the way that it is, but for instance, a movie we reviewed earlier this year that that directed by Quentin Tarantino, The Hateful Eight, that has uh, really great characters, smaller cast, really great characters. I didn't like the movie. But I loved the first part. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I guess what I'm saying is it would have been nice to, you know, have more developed characters. So, it, I don't know. I think, I feel like it might have, have even, it might have increased, uh, you know, the tension a little more. Uh, might have even, you know, made it a little more of an emotional movie. If you see, but me, I'm on the different side of the because I think that every character we get introduced for, I know at least something about them. Even if it's a small little thing, I know this little... No, not. Ryan, you disagree? No, no I mean... I'm trying mean, to signal the max to... I just... It just I hear I what you're saying. I, I, yeah. I really do hear what you're saying. But it's... it's Still, though, it's it's better than most. No, I'm... I'm like, I'm, I'm just, like, playing devil's advocate. Every movie... Has a flaw. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good movie. Every every movie. Oh, whatever, okay. yeah. I mean, this film certainly has has its flaws. <laughs> I was confused about what you're you're like. Oh, it's a good movie. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? That was Advocate he, with Keanu Reeves. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, he says. <laughs> and then like, he doesn't like Devil's Advocate. I I haven't seen it since I was a child. All I know that is, is a that goofy movie. Is that yes 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 there are boobs. Okay. Yeah, sidetracked. Sidetracked. Everybody, everybody liked the Devil's Advocate. <laughs> no, no. Uh, me neither. I think it was kind of the beginning of the end for Al Pacino there. Nothing but, uh, is the end for Al Pacino, my friend. Uh-huh. Yeah, you say the final thoughts. You just want to get into final thoughts. Yeah, why yeah. don't we get into final? I mean, if you, it seems like we're just filling time. Yeah, we're just filling time because I apparently didn't write enough questions because I'm a terrible fucking host. <laughs>
No, you're great. It just uh, went by a lot faster. Went by a lot faster, because I feel like we all agree. There was less to discuss yeah, here, because we all yeah. basically agree. Yeah. And so, even doing wrap-ups is kind of pointless. Let's do wrap-ups. <laughs> uh, would you guys recommend this film that you would all obviously recommend? No. <laughs> you're, you're that guy. No, I'm kidding. You're I that would, guy. I'm kidding. I'm gonna say no too. No, how about them apples? I think that I would recommend Chappie. I think if we would have seen it from the. Anyways, no, I would definitely recommend this movie. It is it is very tense, very well written. Uh, it's, it's great. It's it's fucking great. Like it's. It's one of those great, par- like, paranoia movies, uh, like The Shining, you know, mm-hmm. where you're trapped in a small space, and you're stuck there with... It's it's a haunted house movie, really. Yeah, I'm going go with that. I mean, it's kind of a haunted house movie. It's like Alien. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, The Thing. Well, the thing. <laughs> it's like it's, The Thing. It's like The Shining. It's like uh, The Haunting. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Oh, The Haunting. Yeah. Uh, it's like The Fly. The original Haunting. In um, Connecticut. The Haunting. In Connecticut. No. The Haunting in Georgia. The Robert Weiss movie, you fuck. In Connecticut. I'll kill you. (laughs) So yeah, it's it's a great, it's a great, you know. But not as good as The Haunting in Connecticut. I'm gonna hate you. Alright, Ryan, uh, would you recommend this movie? I would recommend this movie. It has uh, the best creature effects that I've seen. Um, It has a very palpable tension to it. It's one of the few films I've been scared of as an adult. Uh, Yeah, go check it out. Kurt Russell's got a really great beard. That is true. It's a very nice, manly beard. Very, very, very grizzly Adams like. Apparently, like mine. Yeah. yeah. Very I mean, similar. Leonardo DiCaprio wished he could do that in The Revenant. So, he was very That's true. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's in The Revenant was kind of wiry. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't as man. Like, he had, you know, like, Kurt Russell has, like, a mane on yeah. his face. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Kurt, Ru- Kurt Russell is the definition of man. You, you go to the encyclopedia. Right, that, like, yeah. That is right. Yeah. yeah. You go to the encyclopedia, you open it up, and you, and you look for the word band. It's yeah. just Kurt Russell. It is Kurt Russell. You know, you know what's funny? Man, lady. We were, the as we were, I don't, I, I don't remember, we were watching one of the movies preparing for this. I don't think it was the thing. Maybe it was the thing. We watched one of the movies preparing for the Kurt Russell, John Carpenter movies. And I asked, because I like Kurt Russell, I like, John, I like Kurt Russell and John Carpenter when they work together. Mm-hmm. For the most part, except for one of the movies that we will be reviewing soon, which is terrible. Uh, but I asked Max, I was like, do you like Kurt Russell because like he's like the best version of a man mm-hmm. that you like know? Mm-hmm. Like, is he like, for you, is he like the antithesis of manliness? Yeah. And what did you say? I, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I I think that's part of it. I just think I just think he's really fucking cool. Like I just see that guy in a movie, and it's just I mean, I mean like, that guy will yeah. that guy will drink a beer with you. Yeah, he'll kill you. I mean, let's talk about this. Let's talk about <laughs> this for a hold second. Hold on, hold on. My before you go. Yeah. My favorite thing is like out of out of the four of us, probably the guy with the biggest vocabulary is Max, arguably, maybe. But the only way he can describe Kurt Russell is to say, he's really cool. He's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I got. I just look at Kurt Russell and says, like, you are really fucking cool, man. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about this. How could Kurt Russell be more cool? <laughs> is it possible? If yeah, had, like, escape from planet Earth. Like, if he had, <laughs> if he had like, like a really bitchin' mullet in the... Like the two thousands. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm serious. Leather outfit. If twenty thirteen. If my <laughs> wife would cheat on me with Kurt Russell, I would say do it. I would ask if I could watch. <laughs> I mean, he's that awesome of a man. Like you, you would want to sit there and just like stare as it went in and out. Oh yeah, just just constantly watch her get impounded by Kurt Russell. I, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. What is Kurt Russell's least awesome or Least manliest that, role. That he, I think, I think. Oh, never mind. I was answering a different question. I Overboard, maybe. Is that was that where he plays? Is that Captain Rob? No, no that's no, where Overboard. he kidnaps a uh, amnesiac millionaire. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. It's, and he's he's not really manly. He's more rapey. He's like, well, he's a carpenter, and he does that thing with his tank top. Oh, yes, he does do the tank top. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does do that. For me, it's probably Vanilla Sky, because his character in Vanilla Sky, like, that's not a cool guy. No, that's uh, that's actually what made me think of the, the question, because mm-hmm. you, were ta- you guys were talking about his later career, uh, including a movie that is set in 2013, 
Uh, we'll get to. Yeah. And yeah, I thought of Vanilla Sky, and I was like, why did they? Why did they cast this guy to be the Doctor? No, it seems a little strange. Yeah. That is not a cool character in the least. But do yeah, I recommend this one? Well. Yeah. Do you recommend it? Of course. Of this course is this do. is one of the top ten, maybe horror movies. Horror movies and. Uh, uh, horror movie and uh, I mean creature movie I would say if if, if, if if you want to go with that kind of argument it's really really freaking good it's it's as artistic and as tight for me as The Shining I mean it's it's really that fucking good <laughs> this is a damn shame it got it wasn't even nominated for effects oh no yeah no. which that 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 would have swept I mean I would argue I would argue that since uh, Mad Max won for effects this year I would argue that this is better than Mad Max effects. Yeah, probably. I can see that. Because there's no computer generated shit. It's there. They created it. Plus That's it, what makes it scary. Plus it it all genuinely feels like like it feels literally like they went to a butcher shop. Yeah. And just took animal parts and chopped them up. Yeah. And just set them up. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. Like, it looks like somebody ripped open a body and they were just like, here's what it looks like. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what's great about it is that, I mean, there's some puppetry, there's some speed up in film and blah, 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 blah. But what makes it great, movies like this great, is because what makes it scary is that you actually know that somebody physically created this, right? So that's what makes it real. Compared to some it. computer thing. You can touch it. You know, so yeah, definitely recommend this. And uh, I am obviously going to highly recommend this film. As I said at the beginning a couple times now, this is one of my favorite films of all time. And I've seen it like six, seven times. I'm going to watch it at least that many times in the future. Probably way more than that. Are you going to show it to your children? I am going to show it I am. to your children because I'm probably not going to have children. <laughs> but I'll show it to you That's first. really depressing, but okay. It is not depressing. Why do I want a kid? I'm going to have to pay for its college and it's going to puke on me. And... <laughs> Whatever. It's better It's better to be the fun uncle anyways. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be the, the, the fun weird You'll uncle. You'll be an uncle. Who shows the movies that are not in September, for them. You'll be an uncle in September. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is fine. I can't wait to show weird shit to your kid. If if it is. Yeah. <laughs> that can be. Uh, <laughs> you actually gotta watch what you gotta say there. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'll never be a dad. <laughs> hey son, I got a band in the back. You wanna go check wait. it out? I can't wait. This is Max Castleman. I can't wait to show weird shit to your kid. I stand by my words. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Something he'll yeah. never forget. Yeah. <laughs> and um. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously see the thing if you haven't. It is a fantastic movie. It is, I, I think it is. If you, I, I think this whole greatest first best thing is, is kind of dumb, but I feel like if I was going to make a list of the greatest horror films of all time, this film would be on there. Um, and, um, yeah, see it today if possible. Um, let's move into recommendations. Who did I start with last time? Me. Let's sure start with you. So let's start with Chad. What are you recommending? Um, uh, I'm gonna recommend, we were talking about movies from the 80s, I'm pretty sure, or horror movies from the 80s, uh, movies with, with great creature, uh, you know, effects. It's one of my favorite horror movies. Actually, it might be one, it might be, like, top three. Mm. Um, American Horror from London. Oh, classic. With That's the, with the classic, uh, the Rick Baker effects for, uh, the transformation. Yeah, it's awesome. Still holds up today. Yeah, very good. I, I fucking love that movie. That's very it's got, good. It's got Scary. Nazi werewolves. It's got everything. Nazi uh, werewolves. Yeah. I remember that. You, you don't remember that? I remember Nazi werewolves in that movie. It was a dream where the where the werewolves knock on the door and they shoot up his entire family. You don't remember that? Oh, okay. Yeah, the Nazi werewolves. Sorry. All right, Ryan, what would you recommend? Um, I'm going to recommend a flick... That I have not seen since I was a kid, but it is, uh, it applies to this situation. Um, I actually mentioned it, referenced it earlier in this episode. Um, go watch Captain Ron. <laughs> Kurt Russell is really fucking cool. <laughs> I haven't seen Captain Ron. I need to watch it. It's I, it's all right. For some weird reason, I saw that a lot as a kid. <laughs> But yeah, go watch go watch Captain Ron as Kurt Russell uh, will you know does what Kurt Russell should do to every family and takes over the, the like the family. Sorry, don't worry. It's a very it's a very strange comedy when you put it that way. But. Okay. 
<laughs> you, have you seen Captain Ron? When I was a child. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's. I haven't it, seen it since. You know, if you have children about ages five or below, <laughs> you should watch Captain Ron. Not not Frozen, but Captain Ron. No. Yeah. No. Frozen has nothing on. Captain Ron. I actually believe you <laughs> on that. I mean, Frozen doesn't have Kurt Russell, so... Uh, Jordan, what would you recommend this week? Uh, I watched it last night, so The Witch. Ooh, Ooh. Great movie. Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Right? I loved the... I mean, what I what I didn't like... And I'm not going to spoil it. Well, the only thing I didn't like was... The family just batshit crazy or not. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like a, the whole movie is like. A, I know, but it's like it's like oh, I would really, you know, it's like it's it was very intense. It was very great. So I'm just gonna I I know a few of you guys recommended it before. I just watched it illegally last night. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> illegally. Illegally. And I'm gonna watch it follows illegally tonight Ooh, too. Nice. So. Have you seen that? Have you seen I mean, that? I haven't seen that. Follow. Oh, I know everything wow. about it. Wonderful movie. I'm gonna see it after uh, the Walking Dead season ending premiere. Is Negan's on Huh? Have you seen The Babadook? No, but I watched Brooklyn last night, too. That's a good movie, really, bro. I yeah, haven't seen Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Carol. I need to see Carol. It's This so. Generation's Notebook. And, uh... Carol? Oh, Brooklyn? No, no people say it online. Oh, it's... it's not not our, our, our generation's The Notebook, but they're saying, you know, oh. This Generation's Notebook. It's not. It's, it's not. Not really, no. 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 Yeah. So what would, right. what would you recommend? What would you recommend? Well, I am going to recommend. Uh, I'm kind of torn here. I'll, I'll quickly recommend one each for John Carpenter, Kurt Russell. For for John Carpenter, check out They Live. I'm go into it with the right expectations. It's not like a great film in the strictest sense of the word, but it is super hilarious and entertaining, and it has maybe my favorite monologue in any film ever, <laughs> where where Roddy Roddy Piper talks about how his dad used to take him down by the river and cut him. It's fantastic. And, um, as far as Kurt Russell goes, uh, I'm not recommending this as a movie, but as a Kurt Russell performance, the film Miracle, where it's just like this really, just boring, faceless movie, right? And then Kurt Russell walks in and he fucking owns that movie. Okay? Is that the movie about the ice? About yeah. The hockey team? Uh, the, yeah. The, Kurt Russell makes that fucking movie <laughs> worth watching, okay? Like, he disappears into that character. He's fantastic. So, and I'm, I'm recommending that because, honestly, Kurt Russell hasn't been in a lot of great movies. He's a great actor, has not been in a lot of great films. Also watch Tombstone. Tombstone's good. <laughs> Kurt Russell, and we're going to end the show here on this. Kurt yes, Russell is. is the rich man's Bruce Campbell. That's everything that Bruce Campbell wants to be. Because literally, that's the kind of characters this guy plays. Speaking of which, Bruce Campbell will be in a, in a later film that we'll be discussing. Yeah, and it's is not good. That scene is not good, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's in. Yeah, right. he's in a movie that we will not discuss right now, and will hopefully never discuss. So uh, yeah, this is a movie. It's good. Watch it. It's over. This was a train wreck. I suck. <laughs>